would pre-order, that's a good idea. Shut up, Butters! Welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan. Joining me in the studio today, Mike Volpe. I'm here. Waking up from his slumber. Kind of. Kind of. Still trying to wake up. Yeah. From 6.30 this morning. We're recording at a... It's 1.40. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today is our big E3 episode. Yep. We are going to recap not every single individual piece of news from E3, but as much as we possibly can. We don't have time for that. No. Unless only... you want a four-hour podcast. No, no. I don't think anybody wants that. Uh, but before we get into the E3 news, just a reminder that a lot of the stuff that they made available at E3 or they announced at E3 is already available for pre-order. Uh. And if you're going to pre-order those things, there's one spot in particular that you should probably go to, Mike. Oh, man. GameStop? No, no not GameStop. Not. Oh, I know. TheGeekGeneration.com slash Amazon. There you go. Ah, that's it. There you go. If you uh, head on over to TheGeekGeneration.com slash Amazon, it will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. Yep. You can search for the games that you want to pre-order. I will put some of the pre-order links right into the show notes, too. But when you buy something through that link, uh, we get a little bit of kickback to help us keep things running here. It doesn't cost you any extra money. Uh, and we really appreciate you doing that. Again, TheGeekGeneration.com slash Amazon. And when someone goes and pre-orders a game, or whatever they want, it ships and you receive it the day the game comes out? Yes. yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So you don't even have to wait. Yeah. So if you do that pre-order, it will arrive to you on the day. You don't have to make the trip to the store or anything. And those are the wonderful, wonderful benefits of Amazon. Because that sucks when you show up at the store and you didn't pre-order and then they don't have any. And they're out, yeah. And you're like, where's the next one? Everybody else did. Yep. Yeah. So don't be that guy. So let's hop right into it. Yeah, uh, there's starting a with? ton of stuff to talk about. As I said, of course, there's the major three, but there were a lot of other individual yeah. publishers Damien's that had not their here, own. So we can things. skip over Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Damien. Um, the first one. Let's jump into one of the big boys that had their first ever conference this year, and yep. that's Bethesda. Yeah. So the first thing that Bethesda this has showed, building. absolutely, and everyone knew it was going to be a big deal. We talked uh, recently about mm. them announcing that Fallout 4 was happening. Yeah. We knew we were going to get more information at the Bethesda conference. Uh, but before they talked about Fallout 4, they had a couple other big announcements. Yeah. One of which was Doom. Yeah. Which I knew they were making a new Doom. Yes. Because a trailer released not long ago. Yep. And it's not numbered. It's just simply, it's and a lot of companies are doing this now. It's just Doom. As they get into the new generation, yep. they're kind of like starting over well, it's again. it's time to retell the story. The yeah. other Doom that came out, whoever made that, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. It's it was software. okay. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. But there was only like one or two enemies on the screen at a time. Right. And it, right. It lost that feel of being overwhelmed. Sure. But this game looks good. It looks good. The, uh, it looks really gory. Yes. The melee attacks are brutal. Yes. And like, and that's you a were big saying, emphasis on yes, that. Yeah. Whereas the other dooms were, besides the chainsaw. Yep. It was like, keep your distance and don't die. Right. And this one's like, right. get close and personal and rip their face off. Right. Yeah. So it's more than just the chainsaw. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff you can do. It's almost like execution moves. It is the melee stuff. They also announced a feature that a lot of people will be very happy with. I think called doom snap map. And what that is, is a level creator. Mm. 
So now you're not just limited to the single player game or the deathmatch or anything like that. You can actually create maps and challenges using snappable pieces to build cool. your content. It's supposed to have a very easy learning curve to develop the levels. Like you literally just bring items in and they snap together. Yeah. And then you have your level based on that. That'll be cool. Yeah. And that's for online multiplayer. Uh, that is not only for online multiplayer, but you can create single player levels. Oh, I that see. Have their own challenges and goals. And, uh, Bethesda also announced this thing called Bethesda.net. Mm. which will be kind of a, a home hub for all these things. So when you Very create cool. your content, you put it on the Bethesda.net, people yep. download it for free, oh. and it's cross-platform. Oh, very cool. So if I make really? a level on my PC, I can upload it to that. You could download it on Xbox One or PS4, and you could play my level. It doesn't matter. That's cool. So we've basically reached the point now where there's really no need for a computer or a video game system. We should all just merge into one. It seems like it is slowly becoming, yeah, just all in one, which is great. Yeah. It's going to come down to, and we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. with now with Bethesda doing this, I sit and go, well, what's the point of me getting this one or that one in terms of systems? Right. right. It's going to come down to who's got the exclusive, who, you know, Halo's here. Yeah. Whatever. PlayStation's got Mario's over there. You know. And we will talk about a lot of exclusives as yeah, we there move are forward. A lot. There are a lot this Which, year. Because they're realizing with everything right. being crossover. Right. Exactly. We need more exclusives. So for people waiting for Doom, that is coming spring 2016. Uh, no, no hard and fast one date yet, but spring 2016. They also announced Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. which leaked a little bit before the conference. But uh, in this one, I haven't played Dishonored. I know Neither you have haven't I. either, but I was very interested in it in it's the sense that you could kind of choose choose your path, mm-hmm. whether stealth or whether you're going to go in and run and gun and all that stuff. And apparently there is the option, even though it's harder, and the option exists in Dishonored 2 as well, that you can play through the whole game without actually killing anybody. Right. That's going to be a challenge. Yeah. So uh, in Dishonored 2, you have the choice to play as one of two protagonists, including the main character from the first game, or a female character, a new one named Emily Caldwin. Uh, and it's more than just choosing a male or female to play. Each has their own unique set of powers, weapons, and tools. So playing through a second time with the other character would be a different experience. That's cool. Yeah. So there's a little more replay I don't know what to there. compare it to because we still, like I said, I haven't played the first one. Exactly. So I have no idea. It looked cool. It does look cool. Apparently it was received well. Yeah. Or well received. Yeah. And like Doom, it is expected to arrive in spring 2016. It's amazing what these guys are working on. Yeah. Like they used to just be focused. Like they made Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. Well, they had the Elder Scrolls, Fallout 3, another Elder Scrolls. Yep. And then there are people are like, what are they doing now? And now they and have they've all been these working sub-teams. on like three games. Yeah. Yeah. That's Studios insane. are getting bigger. Yeah, and they have they have different teams working on different things, and then a lot of that time and they're all coming out, out staggered around the same time. Yeah, yeah, which is even better. Well, there is one coming out a little sooner. Oh, there is. It's called Fallout Four. Right. Yes. What What is that now? What is what this is, Fallout, what is this game? Fallout Four? Everyone was expecting yeah. all the major news on Fallout 4 to be during the Bethesda conference, and boy, did it deliver. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did confirm that the game does begin in a world before the bomb fell, mm-hmm. which is cool. We kind of uh, speculated at that, and they yep. confirmed that to be true. Very There's... cool. We've all wanted to see what the world was totally. like. You only saw pictures. or got hints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's an extensive character creation, mm-hmm. and you can play as a female, Yep, which I know is something that is more highly in demand than ever. Well, couldn't you play as a female in Fallout 3? Maybe. I don't remember. I could have sworn you could. I, I yeah, don't, you I don't choose remember. the sex of the baby. In oh, the okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. 
Uh, you survive a nuclear attack and you emerge mm-hmm. 200 years later as the sole survivor of Vault 111. I don't know how I'm curious that to see works. why and how 200 years. Ex- right. And especially since in the trailer, it seems like the character you create before the bombs mm-hmm. drop, you emerge as mm-hmm. and each vault had its own unique properties reason for yeah. being built. Like there was like mind manipulation, right. cloning. Right. So I want this one must have been some sort of like hibernation, hibernation chamber. chamber yeah. And they all must have shit the bed except for yours, right. which should be pretty interesting. That's interesting. But what's, that in the trailer shows the wife and your child, mm-hmm. so they didn't survive. So right, this should be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I agree, it's exciting. It is it's already mystery. It is, <laughs> of course, the dog is back. Yep. In the footage that they showed, they're referring to the dog as dog and not yeah. dog meat, which I was a little like, oh, whatever. Maybe but maybe you can name him. Maybe you can name him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. I'll name my dog Steve. I'll name it dog meat if just out of <laughs> just out of the pattern of doing so. Uh, you can give the dog commands by pointing yep. at things in the environment and activating them so it can go fetch things for you. That's very cool. Uh, they talked about a new layered armor system, mm-hmm. which is also awesome. So now it's not just necessarily buying one armor or whatever. You can actually put things on top of each other. Yeah. They announced a collector's edition, which comes with a real Pip-Boy. Very cool. Very cool. Granted, it is kind of like a plastic shell that yeah. you can wear on your arm. But you can also insert your phone into this big plastic Pip Boy, and they so design the app. Yep, they designed a Pip Boy yep. app that goes into it, and your phone goes in there and covers up part of the screen when it closes, so that it's the actual exactly. Pip Boy size. Yeah. But the app is useful. It's not just something for appearance sake. It will actually work over Wi-Fi and connect to your game, and you can kind of use it as the menu system. Use I, it. I as believe your they stated that most second screen experiences are shitty gimmicks, right? And that this is the best shitty gimmick, right? Right. <laughs> available because it actually will do things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That made me laugh. Yeah, that was good. And that's a very, very cool aspect. And even if you do not get that Pip Boy, if you don't get the Pip Boy edition, which I've heard is expensive, and I believe. Uh, last time I checked was already sold out on Amazon in pre-orders. That's wow. how excited people are for this game. So the Pip-Boy edition, it looks like they're ordering more of them. I don't know what it's going to be limited to mm-hmm. or if they're just going to manufacture more because they do have some time. Yeah. Uh, but even if you don't get that Pip-Boy, you can still use this app as your second screen experience right. with the game. So you don't have to feel like you have to shell out all this extra money. And the app is going to be available for free as well. Yeah. You can scrap items in the world for resources and you can rebuild things how you want, including structures. So we saw people like tear apart entire buildings yeah. and rebuild them from the ground up. Um, one of the things that I thought was really cool is you end up in Fallout normally with a lot of items that seem kind of pointless, but you right. don't get rid of them because you're like, well, I might need it. You yeah. never know what kind of side mission you're going to run into. And in this one, they said that all those items, everything becomes useful. Because you can always salvage parts from it. Right. So any item whatsoever is worth hanging on to because you can take things out of it and build other things yeah. with it, which is also very cool. This and game it makes seems sense. Like the, the amount of building that you can do is going to be very time consuming. And then building like the, the they showed you could build your own little house, mm-hmm. which then you can fortify. Right. And put up a little stand to right. sell stuff, build right. a little farm. It almost seems like. You don't even need to play the quest. Like, they're just like, hey, so you're going to come out of the vault. You're going to do a few yeah. things. 
And then you can almost... If you want to, you can just hang around your own community. Yeah, you can create your own community. Yeah. Your own town and watch it grow. And mm-hmm. it should be interesting. Yeah. Like that alone is... That intrigues me that's more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. That's a game in itself. It is. And they said if you wanted to, you could just completely ignore that part and just yeah. play through the campaign. So that's not even a required piece, yeah. but it's an extensive And one of them, piece. the spots that they had was up in a tree. So mm-hmm. you can build the world's coolest tree for it. <laughs> yeah, it seems ever. like. Yeah. You know, armored machine guns yep. bombs yep yeah it looks really cool but again like you said it's going to be a massive amount of time it is to play all this weapon modification has been taken to an extreme level with mm. 50 base weapons and more than 700 modifications plus a separate user interface for the power armor and fallout 4 is coming november 10th That's of insane. this year so we're only a few months away wow yes I like how they did that. They yeah. kept it hidden. Yep. And then like a couple weeks ago, they were just like, hey, Fallout 4 is coming. Yep. And then they're just like, hey, it's coming in like two and months. And here's a ton of information. Yeah. I like this better. Yep. Than having known years ago. Yes. And having to suffer for years. I agree. It's a, it's a quick death or yeah. quick whatever you want to call and it. And like they said, they started developing this like four years ago directly after Fallout 2009? 3 came out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. So, very excited for that. Uh, they also announced, and nobody was expecting this, another Fallout game Yep. called Fallout Shelter, which is a free game for the app store that you can download. Uh, you build your own vault mm-hmm. and manage the inhabitants as the overseer. It is a resource, resource management similar to The Sims or yep. something like that. Again, free game, no paywall timers, no internet connection required. They just want you to be able to play it, and that's available right now. And I will throw out there, because we'll talk about this on the next episode, sure. but um, there there isn't an internet connection required, mm-hmm. but this game will drain the shit out of your battery mm. very fast. Well, it um, seems involved. It's pretty much like a percent a minute. Okay. Oh, like, wow. I'm, oh, I'm not joking. Like You just watch. Wow. Every time I click out of the game i'm down and then down more and i'm pretty sure yeah it was about 20 minutes i was down almost 20 percent <laughs> wow like it just drains it i don't know why yeah there must be a lot of things going on in the oh back sure of the it's game. constantly simulating calculating but and you're all that gonna stuff. like if you're just out and you don't have a power source yep you need to make sure you have one. right you probably backup battery that on the go charger or your or phone charger yep. for the car yep. something because it will destroy your phone very good to know yes from there, we go to Ubisoft, mm-hmm. who uh, has a conference pretty much every year. And they had some pretty big announcements here. The one that I am the most excited about and was not expecting at all is a new South Park game. Wait, really? Yep. Yeah. So they are, uh, they've created a sequel to the Stick of Truth. This one is called South Park, the Fractured, but Whole. Of course. <laughs> so the fractured butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it Didn't does. Didn't that game just come out like a year ago? Stick of Truth was like a year, yeah. a year or two ago. Yeah. It does continue the story of Stick of Truth, but now the kids are going to be playing superheroes instead of fantasy. Oh, cool. So it's a lot of Coon and Friends type, uh, All right, this team is up cool. type stuff. So you're still the new kid from the first game. And I assume you get to rebuild your character if you want. I don't know if there's any carryover. They offered very little information because they're still working on it. And to the point where there's no release date announced yet. So, but it is available for pre-order. Of course. <laughs> there's just no announced date yet. Pre-order a game that may come out at some point right. in the next w- few years. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's a weird, weird practice, but people do it. Give us your money. Yeah. Uh, they also announced a game called For Honor, which is a completely new IP. 
This is a new type of gameplay that they call the Art of Battle. It is 4v4 multiplayer featuring knights, samurai, and vikings. Cool. And there are other AI-controlled warriors included. Uh, basically, what this seemed like to me is if you think about Lord of the Rings, when you have those large epic battle scenes of like army versus army. Yeah. It's that. But four of the people in each army are controlled by human players. Oh, okay. And the rest are all AI. That's cool. Yeah. So you kind of hack your way through all these people, but then you can also square off with like another human character and have a sword fight or something. Hmm. So it looks interesting. Uh, it's far from done, but they did do a quick demo that looked not bad. Good. Yeah. Another one that people are looking forward to uh, very much. So is Tom Clancy's the division. This looks cool. Yeah. We saw some stuff on this last year hmm. uh, and it was still way early in development. The demo they showed was very impressive looking, including an agent betraying his team right before extraction. Mm. So they went through this whole mission. They got to the extraction point where the helicopter was about to pick him up. And one of the people abandoned his team. Like there was an option uh, and it said like activate road rogue agent protocol or whatever. And he abandoned his team. Yep. All their voices because they were all voice chatting went yep. silent. So they couldn't communicate anymore because yep. he left the team and he killed them all and took their stuff. Wow. Yeah, and then just ran off. Cool. Which is totally up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> so that added level of paranoia in a game like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he just went through the whole mission with them and played along and stuff yeah. and then just abandoned them and took all their stuff at the end. <laughs> Crazy. It does look like a good game. Yeah. That is expected to arrive on March 8th, 2016. Oh. So not, right not super, super far away. Just Dance 2016, they announced, um, and they said that in the past, Just Dance 2006, or the Just Dance games prior, yeah. you had to have like a Kinect or a PS4 camera or something like that. You no longer need a camera. You just need to have a smartphone. That's interesting. So I don't know if it uses the camera on your smartphone or if it detects something that you're holding in your hand or how it works, but that's the change. Hmm. Strange. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they do that. Yeah. Uh, they also announced Just Dance Unlimited, which is a streaming subscription service. So you can get new songs that way. So you pay like a certain amount of money a month and they it's almost like a Netflix of just dance songs. Oh. So they allow you to have access to this huge library and you can just keep getting new stuff as it's added. I didn't know all the these time. games are still going. I know, right? Who knew who's playing? <laughs> Go figure. Apparently somebody. Apparently a lot of people if they're having a whole subscription service. Yeah. Uh, another one from the Tom Clancy line, Rainbow Six Siege. Mm. This game looked very interesting. It's another one that we saw last year initially where you have some sort of a scenario like there's a bomb in this building and yeah. you have a team that all works together to get in there and it's a little more arcadey, but there's still like real life elements yeah. in it. It looks very cool. Uh, and also when you're playing the mission too, when you're dead, yep. you're dead right. until that mission's over. So there's no like respawn or anything. Yeah. It's you guys either succeed or you fail the mission. Is this the game? I think I saw they said that it's going to be released with Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2. Yes. Okay. Yep. I, so, I yeah. saw this. If you get Rainbow Six Siege, you'll get Vegas and Vegas 2 free as well. Yep. And this game is starring Angela Bassett, who really? is huge actress. Yeah. She's playing six oh. and kind of like leading. Uh, kind of like operations of yeah. your team. There's a uh, solo and co-op versus AI. So mm -hmm. you can either play by yourself versus AI or you can play with others versus AI. Uh, the beta will start on September 24th for those who want to get in on the beta. 
and the game itself will be available on October 13th, 2015. Cool. So also not too far away. Holiday season. Whoop, whoop. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. They showed some more stuff on. Yeah. Didn't really still don't see care. new info. Still don't really care. I don't know. Yeah, they killed this thing. I'm just not interested in the Assassin's uh. Creed franchise anymore. The thing, again, they keep doing time periods that seem interesting, but I just don't care about the story enough anymore. So, like, they're going into London now. Yeah. But it, it, I don't know. I just, I just can't. I almost feel like it's the ex-girlfriend that I don't want to talk to anymore. Because I I just felt jaded. Things were great. Things were great. They fell apart rapidly. They did. Yes. And now I just, I just don't want to associate anymore. Mm -hmm. But it clings on. It doesn't let go. And it keeps enticing me with new things that seem interesting, even though they're not. A little more Tom Clancy. Another game they announced called Ghost Recon Wildlands, which also looked very cool. Keeping that franchise going oh sure yeah that's mm. a heavy franchise for them well i mean when you have one name and you tie it to so many yeah. different things if people like one they're likely to play another or try it out at least uh and ghost recon wildlands was interesting in that the demo they showed had multiple ways of achieving missions just like we've seen in other things so you could go in stealth uh you could go in and do like a long distance like sniper type idea and kind of case the scene and pick off your target that way or you could just kind of run and gun and cause chaos. So, and I guess it's very much like an open world type idea. That's nice to get the option. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you got friends that play and they're stealthy. Right. Don't play with me. Right. Because <laughs> I just run and gun. <laughs> or I try to be stealthy, but I fail. Right. But that'll be fun. Yeah. I like that cool. games are picking up that idea. I do too. You can play the way you want to play. Absolutely. And not feel like you're breaking the game in doing so. Right, right. Because <laughs> sometimes we have to go outside of the rules that the game has set up right. in order to play the way we want. Square Enix was oh. another big uh, press event at E3. And some of the games that they involved that were kind of the major titles were Just Cause 3. Mm-hmm. It is releasing on December 1st, 2015. There are significant upgrades made to the grapple hook, the parachute, and they are introducing a wingsuit oh, so you yeah. can kind of glide yeah. around. I've heard a lot of people describe Just Cause 3 as almost like the similar attitude and fun of like a Saints Row game. Yeah. So I've been tempted to try them out for a while. I just have never gotten around to it. I didn't either. Yeah. And then, of course, Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. Which I am so highly anticipating. Is that Uh, just strictly a next-gen game? It is a next-gen game. Mm Mm-hmm. They did announce one of the new worlds. Yeah. I was hoping for an announcement of either like Star Wars or Marvel stuff being included. Yeah. That was my hope. They haven't mentioned, they haven't said that's going to happen or it's not going to happen yet, but they did say that Tangled is one of the new worlds uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's cool. So we haven't seen that yet. That's cool. All of the summons in the game, like normally you would summon like Genie or uh, the dragon from yeah. Mulan or like Bambi and all the characters... So far, it seems like all the summons are based on Disney rides instead of characters. I don't know if there are summons on top of that. That's weird. But like they saw, we saw footage of like the pirate ship swinging back and forth, the teacups as like an attack. And I'm like, that's, I don't really like that. I want more Disney characters. I don't want rides from like the rides don't really fit into the, the concept of the game because it's no longer the worlds. It's just. Things from our world. That's not part of the Kingdom Hearts world. That seems yeah. like a strange addition to me. 
Yeah, why? It doesn't make sense to use summon a ride. No. I would much rather summon Dumbo than, like, the Dumbo flying loop things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want the character. Those mean something to me. So, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to fit into there. Maybe those are the summons. Maybe there's summons on top mm. of that. Not entirely sure. But there's still no release date announced for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's still yeah. a while off, probably. Another game they announced was World of Final Fantasy, uh-huh. which seems to be a more kid-oriented version. It's like little characters, almost like chibi-looking characters with like oh, big heads and everything. Yeah. Not too much information on it, except saying that it is coming first to PS4 and PS Vita in 2016, yep. and then the Xbox version will release later on. Mm. Hitman. Just yes. like Doom has stopped numbering them and is yeah. starting over, Hitman is doing the same thing. So this next game is just called Hitman. Hitman. This one looked very, very interesting to Did me. It? Yeah. I haven't really been into the Hitman games for a while. I think I played one or two. Yeah, I only played one or two. And I don't remember. Like, I think they've changed And I played a demo of another one, and it, sure. wasn't, it was okay. The idea here is it's an open sandbox world with complete freedom. Cool. So it's it's an online world, so I assume you have to play online in a way. Hmm. Uh, it'll be constantly growing with adjustments, world stuff and missions being added on a regular basis really so you're gonna end up traveling all over the globe like it might start off when the game launches and this is just an example i'm saying i don't know how it's gonna work maybe it starts off with like north america exists and you can do all this stuff in north america and then another country or another continent's going to be added to that and the world gets bigger and bigger the longer it exists but in addition to that because it is online based and there are Ways that you're constantly connected and things are constantly updating. Uh, one of the things that can happen is like all of a sudden you have all your main missions. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like a target could just pop up and be like available for 48 hours really? and not 48 in-game hours, 48 hour real yeah. world hours. You yeah. only have 48 hours to get this target. And if you don't, that opportunity is gone. That's great. It's a cool idea. So no second chances on that either. So if you go and you try to kill that target yep. and you fail the mission also gone yeah you get one shot so you have to be very careful with that. that's cool yeah but those are part of it it's not everything so there's still a lot of things where you there can replay over and over and doing that i'm sure successful. there is yeah so that sounds really cool that comes out on december 8th 2015 another game for this year and lastly from square enix deus ex mankind divided this is uh, a game that takes place two years after the events of Human Revolution, we don't know much beyond that, except for the fact that the main character, he is joining like a task force or something to get go against the other augmented humans. But he's also serving as like a double agent in some way. So he's trying to take out that task force from the inside as well. So there's a lot going on here. But again, I don't know much beyond that. And this is set to arrive in early 2016. I thought they announced that they were redoing Final Fantasy VII. They did. Yeah. But there's no information. On oh, it. they're just remaking it for the new generation. That's all we know. Because all the ones after that sucked, apparently. <laughs> and they were <laughs> like, well, like, let's go back and do seven again. Yeah. Yeah, they gave so little. They just played a trailer. And oh. they're like, yep, we're doing this. But they've given almost no information on it. So it was hard to really report on it. BioWare. I don't know if they necessarily had an E3 event or anything, but they did announce one major title, Mass Effect Andromeda. So the Mass Effect games oh, are continuing. Yep, This is a new adventure that takes place quite a bit after the events of Mass Effect 3. So everything still happens. you happened. play those games? I have not, but Me I would love to. 
I just, again, am afraid of the time sink that there would be because they're supposedly huge RPG games. Like, I love RPGs. They're a lot of fun. I just don't have time for them anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. Like, even if I was going to review them and create content out of them, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even feel like I could review it until I was at least halfway through. And that could be 20 hours or something. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't know who does. Not at all. Well, apparently a lot of people, Mm. but not us. We're working. Mm -hmm. We're doing stuff. We're doing this. Yeah. Electronic Arts announced highly anticipated. People have been waiting for a sequel for a while. Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Oh, yeah. Where's that game been? Right. This came out a while ago. The original Mirror's Edge. Wow. Uh, In Mirror's Edge Catalyst, you'll witness Faith's origins as she becomes an underground hero. It is an open world story with no arbitrary levels and loading times. Everything is seamless. And you just move around the open world completing missions it's not like level one, level two, level three. Uh, and this is set to come in February 23rd, 2016. Hmm. So with all those out of the way, let's get to the big three. Yes. First, Nintendo. During the Nintendo digital event, they announced so many 3DS games. Mm. And I do not care about any of them. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. I just can't get into the portable market. I'm sure there are people that care about it, but they're not the bigger titles. Because the portable market is right here in my hand. is exactly. my phone. Yeah. Like that's... So I got to carry my phone and a 3DS and a yeah. PlayStation Vita. Get Aside from having uh, games on my phone, I've never owned a portable system. Aside from like those old Tiger Electronic games that were one game handheld things. You know, I don't think I did either. Yeah. I didn't have a Game Boy. Nope. Any of them. Nope. I didn't have... What was the Genesis thing? I don't even remember. Remember Sega... Yeah. Something, something. handheld. <laughs> I didn't have that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever owned a, a portable game system. Yeah. I was always, when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to have one because I played enough video games anyway. Yeah. And then as I got older, I kind of like self-regulated myself being like, well, I don't want to take them out of the house because if I want to play video games, I want to do it on my TV where it looks cool. Exactly. I don't want to play it on a stupid little screen. Yet here we are playing games on a stupid little screen. Rarely. Rarely. Well, me rarely. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'll almost always play them on my console or yeah. computer. Rarely ever. If I'm playing them on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's because I am like traveling. Yeah. Like on a plane or something. That's kind of it. Uh, so we're going to skip over the 3DS games more for time than anything because there's just still so much to go through. But some of the major announcements from Nintendo. And while I like the digital event last year, there's still something so empty about it because there's no fan reaction. There's no like excitement. It's just them. They've pre produced this content and they put it out as like a one hour thing that you just watch and get the info from there's no reaction to anything so the first title that they announced was star fox zero so for wii u there's going to be a new star fox game not a ton of information beyond that so there's not much to report but they did show some footage and it looks fine another (laughs) star fox game yep uh the amiibos they spent a lot of attention to because that was announced last year, and this? obviously those are the little figures that you can kind of put oh, on the controller right. yes, I remember that. and get the information from. Some of the new models of Amiibo that they make will double as both Amiibo and Skylanders inputs. Hmm. So for people that play Skylanders, that's that toy-to-life kind of genre where you put the statues on the portal and it brings them into the game. It's the same kind of idea yeah. that Amiibo are, but there's a whole game for hmm. it, so... 
Uh, I believe Bowser was one of them that they showed in Donkey Kong. You could now bring into Skylanders. Yep. And there's going to be more of those as they move forward. I guess there's a little switch underneath it where you switch it from Amiibo mode to Skylanders and back and forth. Yeah, that's cool. Another game is Yoshi's Woolly World, which they announced last year. (laughs) There's different Amiibo as you use them in Yoshi. We'll give Yoshi different looks based on the character used. So if you use a Mario Amiibo, Yoshi's color scheme will change. So he'll have Mario's colors. Yeah. So that's a way that those can affect the game. Do cute little kid things. Right. Because it's a cute little kid system for the most part. For the most part. Uh, They do have some more adult titles now that the Wii U is out and they can actually do HD stuff. But overall, it is a more kid based system for sure. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. They showed. Not a lot of info there. Yep, not a lot of info. And the game that looks the most exciting, I think, from Nintendo, which they also announced last year. That was the other thing, too. A lot of the stuff that Nintendo showed was stuff that was announced last year. So nothing new is really more info on. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Maker. Oh. Which was the one where you can create your own Mario levels. That's cool. That's very awesome. I think we've all wanted to do that. Right. And you can have. Where's that been for the last. 20-something years. Well, apparently they started making it as just software to more easily build Mario levels. And then they're like, wait, this could be a game too. Why don't we give this tool to other people? And it's the kind of idea of like Little Big Planet where you build your own levels. It's that completely. The other cool thing about it too is you have the graphical choices. Like you could build an 8-bit Mario world. You could build a 16-bit Mario world. You could do a modern-looking Mario game. So you have a lot of options there too. But that does look a lot like a lot of fun. That's cool. That is something long overdue. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed that they didn't, that should have, they should have beat everybody to the punch on that. I agree. It's been out. It's forever. like they just, they're behind. Yeah. It seems like they're constantly trying to By like, like catch up. 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super Mario Maker will arrive September 11th, 2015. Hmm. On to Microsoft. Yeah. And you said you watched some of this. No, one, I ended so. up watching the rest of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the Xbox One, and it wasn't even a Microsoft conference. They're just calling it an Xbox yeah. conference now. Yeah. And the first thing they announced here was Halo 5 Guardians. Right. They went over that. So what did you think of the stuff that they showed there? I like what they're doing with it. Yeah. Uh, it looks impressive. I think the mechanics are pretty much the same. I did notice a new trend in games, the first person shooters. And I only first started in Halo, and then we watched the Doom playthrough. Mm-hmm. So now. Like, if you jump onto a ledge and you don't make it, generally you fall. Mm-hmm. And now there's this automatic climb-up thing, which is kind of cool. And I know Halo's doing it, too. So you leap from one ledge yeah. to another. And if you don't quite make it, he grabs on and it pulls him up. So, I like that a lot because one of the worst things about a first-person shooter is the platforming Exactly. Mechanics. Yeah. So they're fixing that. Yeah. The The entire game seems to be following in what Reach did and that it's squad-based. So mm-hmm. there's four people and in this one you don't you're playing as master chief and you're playing as another like the the new younger spartans Spartans that are hunting him yep um there's supposed to be big twists in this and that i think this is the first in another trilogy okay so there's a bigger story unfolding but i mean it looks good Mm -hmm. like i want to continue the story but this isn't the game that's going to make me go let me give up my 360 and buy an xbox oh really yeah it's still just not wow What's going to do it? Interesting. I think Fallout, if any game was going to do it, it would be Fallout. Sure. I mean, I, like I said, I want to continue the story to see where it goes. Right, but at the same right. time, like so I need Fallout a reason. Fallout 4 is the excuse and then Halo 5 be. will be, hey, I got it. It might be. Might um, as well use it. The multiplayer looks cool. Yeah, they have a new multiplayer thing Warzone, called Warzone. Where yeah. I'm still trying to grasp all of what it is. It seems like it's 
player versus player versus computer versus just every fucking thing from what possible. they said it's a 24 player mode that has yeah. you facing off against both other humans and ai opponents yeah which is cool yeah because one of the things that was different about halo all the way through was that when you played against somebody there were no other there mm-hmm. was no it was weird it was always just player versus player right. there was never anything else going on right and this time it's player versus player but you have the distraction and the threat of now the computer system sure the ai attacking you as yep. well so yep. I, I like that it's the next i guess it's the next evolutionary sure. step for them so the it looks maps good. are also supposed to be like four times as large which is Good and bad. Right. Because some of those big maps, there's nothing worse than you die and you respawn, you're on the other side, and you're like, son of a bitch, now I gotta drive all the way over there. Right, right. And it wasn't even that far, so to make it four times bigger, it just makes me go, come But at the same time, there's also more people inhabiting the map, so you're not gonna go as long, maybe, without running into somebody. I'm sure they're gonna have small, medium, large, and Mm -hmm. huge maps. Probably. Because you still want that four versus four experience Mm -hmm. with multiplayer, so you can't have a map that's that friggin' big. Right. But I mean, it, the game looks good. I like. We're, we'll see what they do with the story. Yeah, I'm sure it'll sell just fine. And I'm four three four. I'm sure is going to do a great job. Yep. Reach was good. Three four three. Three four three. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew it sounded a little off. I was like, Wait I was a like, minute. Those are the right numbers. Um. And Halo Five Guardians is expected to drop on yeah. October 27th of this year. Mm. A lot of games coming. I mean, they're really nailing this holiday season. Yeah. Basically from October through Christmas. or That's usually before. the big. Now, the reason... the thing that, there's so many... Like, a lot of games are coming out. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you make time to play Fallout mm-hmm. and Halo? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's just... If right. you have an Xbox. Now, right. if you have both systems, whatever's coming out for PlayStation, like, how do you... You don't like. <laughs> you have to be in school to have time. You knew Vegas. Shit. Some is what happens. <laughs> they yeah, just no, end up on they, the shelf. Exactly. Yeah. Or they sit in your downloaded video games library yeah. on your hard drive, yeah. and you just never touch it. Yeah. And then they, sh- yeah. So Halo's good. Uh, Tomb Raider, I think, was the next thing they showed. Uh, Recore. Oh, Recore. Was the next game. Oh, this looks cool. I think it looks. It's cool. something different. This yeah. Is from the guys who made Mega Man, right? Yeah, Kaiji Inafune, yep. the Mega Man creator and the makers of Metroid Prime. Totally new IP. Yeah. Expected in spring 2016. The footage they showed was really interesting. Yeah. Kind of like the little robot dog that had the blue core and inside of it. You already care. Yeah. Like right from the minute it goes, you're yep. just like, I care about this robotic thing. And it I looked like it dog. blew itself up to take out a bunch of the it enemy did. ones. But the core remained. And it can rebuild them bigger. And you put that in another robot. Yeah. And then the personality is still there. And it automatically took on like the persona. Right. Like dropped into kind of a yeah. canine-ish stance. But you wish you could do that. Yeah, I know, right? So cool. I thought it looked really interesting. It's nice to see something new. Mm. And, and that's going to be an exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. It does. Fortunately, I'll never be able to play it. but <laughs> Unless I have it and <laughs> you can and play it. That's true. System swap. Uh, one of the one of the things that they announced that's not a game. Uh-huh. They did announce a couple different things that ju- were just Xbox related. Right. One of which people went nuts for, and it makes sense because we were told a couple years ago by both Microsoft and PlayStation that this was impossible, and that's backward compatibility. Yeah, yeah. We were told that is not an option with the systems. So how is Xbox One announcing backward compatibility? They did get a little more information on it. Yeah. They said it's going to be available this holiday for all, but right now for those in the preview program, they did take a dig at PlayStation uh-huh. saying, we won't charge you to play the games you already own. Right. So PlayStation has that streaming service where you can play like right. the back catalog of stuff. And they're like, 
we're not going to make you do that. That's good. It is good. I mean, I don't want to pay again. Exactly. Well, yeah, I'm never going to buy that PlayStation streaming service. Right. I forget. Or PlayStation Now, I think yeah. it's called. But here's the rub. It's not yeah. true backward compatibility in the sense that it doesn't actually play the game off the disc. You right. need the disc to activate it. Yeah. But when you put it in, uh, if it's a title that you've purchased digitally or you own the disc, uh-huh. you can download that game to your console's hard drive to play right. it. It runs an Xbox 360 emulator, much as a computer would. Yeah. And it plays the game that way. If you do own the game disc, the disc does have to be in the tray in order to play the yeah. downloaded version just to kind of verify so that you own the game. Next best thing to true backward compatibility. Right. So it's a very good alternative. Yeah. And they did say that when you are playing an Xbox 360 title, you could play online multiplayer or co-op or whatever with other people on an Xbox 360 because it really is emulating oh, that experience. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So like you, yeah, you got a friend of yours who no longer has a 360, but you still want to go back and play a game right, and right. you can do that. Yeah. It's a nice feature. Yeah. So there's a limited amount of titles available right now yep. because uh, like we said, since it's not just playing off the disc, they have to, have that version available to download so as people demand more oh, games they'll right. add them to the library so i it's like 20 titles or something right now so it's not huge but i mean they're not rolling it out to everybody until the holiday anyway so they're giving themselves a little bit of time to kind of build up that catalog i think but smart smart idea yeah. they also announced the xbox elite controller yeah this is interesting it adds four bumper pads under the grips a textured rolling pad in place of the standard D-pad, mm-hmm. and the hair trigger locks for more precise control. I don't know what a hair trigger lock is on a controller. I have I have no idea. That I sounds way above my pay grade. They're, uh, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, this is for the guys who compete. Yeah, these are like pro gamer stuff, hence the elite yeah. name. I mean, I don't even know what you do with the four extra buttons in the back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But they they do do stuff, so I guess you can just wrap. Around I mean, I imagine in a racing game, one's the brake, one's ex- one's acceleration, the other one's a brake. Yep. Oh, that's better than holding your thumb down on a button, I guess. Or for people that want to wrap their finger it, around instead of the shoulder button, yeah, you reach it's behind. quicker for pulling the trigger. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I will see what they do with it. But it, pieces snap in and out. And yeah, stuff that's too. the that's the part that I really liked about it. So say you like a rounded D pad without yeah. the separate individual, which I kind of like the. For a fighting game, I'd probably want the rounded or not. I don't know. I'd be up in the air on that. But there's I like you can remember. switch out the stick with the rounded pad with the traditional D pad. Yeah, the buttons but come out and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Really I don't cool. remember the last time I used the D pad for anything in a video game besides maybe navigating through uh, an option screen mm-hmm. or it was used to switch to a different weapon. Or, mm-hmm. or I mean, I still use it for things for more precision mm-hmm. because when it's rounded, I feel like sometimes I hit that diagonal when I want to hit up or down and uh, I don't get the right thing, especially a fighting game yeah. where they're so, I know there's a lot of like rolling attacks, but I like to know exactly which direction I'm pushing at any given time. Yeah. And that's what the traditional I think is better for. Uh, this is designed for use on the Xbox one and windows 10. So you'll be able to use it with the new version of Windows as well. Use this controller on a computer. What would you pay for something like this? I don't know. What's like, a controller go for? 30 bucks? 30 or 40, I think. Something like that. I guess it's going to be 100 bucks. I don't even remember what they said for a price point. It I, will be. I, a, honestly, I kind of fast forwarded past. I okay. was like, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't even think they said it during the show oh. because it was so damn high. It'll be available this October for $150. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you know what? There are a lot of gamers out there that are going to buy this. There are. Because 
They want whatever advantage they can get exactly. playing Halo, playing Call of Duty, yep. just to be like, it's right, I beat you. Yep. It's fucking an eight-year-old is going to do it. Because <laughs> it says elite on it. People yeah. want it. They did talk about Fallout 4 a yes. little bit during the Microsoft conference. The only piece of information that was different than what we heard during the Bethesda thing, and this is actually a really cool addition, mods created on the PC. Yes. Because you can do PC modification all the time, and people are always jealous because people on PC do it. Uh, they will be available to be played and shared for free on Xbox One. So when somebody makes a <laughs> Macho Man mod, mod yeah. for Fallout 4, yeah. you'll be able to play I'll it, be able to play it on my for head. free. See, and that's why I buy an Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That I like that cool. Microsoft finally went, we got to integrate everything. We they gotta, have to. We have to make our computer systems work with the xbox yep 100 percent. i have no idea what windows 10 even does but all my computers <laughs> in work are telling me to update and i'm like nah i'm good yeah mine's telling me too and i haven't done it yet yeah, I'm not doing it's that. not even available yet you can pre-order the update it is free but yeah. oh yeah. it's free it's free yeah oh it'll be free for a year after they release oh, well, it then, okay I'm oh yeah it's totally it free for it yeah. and i have carbonite running so in the event that there's some bullshit that happens you can always roll back yeah, I will pause Carbonite while I update. And yes. then boom. Smart. Just, yeah. I have Carbonite too. Love I like it. it. It's yeah. the best. That's a nice plug. I love it. They should sponsor the show. They should. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 yeah. was announced. People I, really like this stuff, huh? They you do. You played it, didn't you? I have Garden Warfare 1 and I've never played it. I attempted to play it before, but it was at a time when my internet wasn't working, so it wouldn't let me. Oh. And that yeah, was obnoxious. I, this, this, these games don't, I don't get them. But they're, people like them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're going to add it to your press conference. Yep. Garden Warfare 2 arrives spring 2016. So another one of those mm -hmm. spring 2016 games. They did show a trailer, but didn't give too much more information for Dark Souls 3, which is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC in early 2016. That's pretty much all the info we have. They talked about Tom Clancy's The Division very briefly, just adding that Xbox One players will get the beta first before uh, it gets to Sony players. They showed another game called Gigantic, which is an Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. And as soon as they said free to play, I stopped paying attention because that usually means there's going to be like microtransactions or some other oh, way to like yeah. just get money from you. And free to play games, for the most part, Shit just ton don't, of advertising seem, yeah, don't seem like as much fun. Rise of the Tomb Raider. This looks good. Does look good. I believe, as well, an Xbox One exclusive. Is it? I think so. Hmm. Which is interesting. They put a lot of work into this. It it's looks interesting good. because Lara Croft was born on Sony. Mm, and for was. a while, it was an exclusive for PlayStation. It was. It's, she's made the, she jumped ship. The she grass did. is greener on the other side for her. Literally. I mean, the logo Literally, is green. Literally, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the game looks amazing it does like the graphics her, are awesome and the the guy she's with in the in the the walk the playthrough um they're walking in the snow and you can see the depth mm -hmm. of their footprints in the snow I was yeah like, wow it's that's, it's amazing looking no doubt it, it looks good it does i gotta go play the other one that was uh, i have my xbox i, I get have back into it i have it on my ps3 yeah it was a free download at one point mm. rise of the tomb raider will arrive november 10th so it's also right around the corner yeah. rare replay this look cool. 30 retro games from Rare Software. Battletoads. Battletoads. That alone, 30 bucks. <laughs> Conquer's Bad for a Day. That's a yeah. fun game. Yeah. The only th They are very much the retro games. Like They yeah. haven't retouched them or anything. It is the truest form of them. 
and you get them just I like as that they they're were. like it's our rare collection. Right. Right. It's rare. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Battle Toads. <laughs> Never could beat it. And that's coming around uh real fast. That hits on August fourth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's only like thirty bucks. Yeah. Because it is kind of all retro yeah. games. So that's cool. That's though. like paying a dollar a game. Absolutely. That's great. It's a value and a half. This was one of the coolest things. This bloom this literally I went, what the f- the I just can't possibly believe it. Yeah. We're talking about Minecraft for HoloLens. Yeah. Uh they just showed, the HoloLens in general that they can do this. Right. Is mind blowing. They showed HoloLens a little bit last year at one point, and I don't remember if it was at E3 or if that was like some other tech conference. But probably the coolest thing they showed the whole time. Uh they had Minecraft set up and they were playing and they had this specially rigged camera yeah. that had all this stuff hanging off of it so that we could see <laughs> exactly what they saw through the HoloLens. And it was an augmented reality projection on a tabletop right. that showed the world and they could interact with it. And you saw the players moving around in real time and everything. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. this is virtual reality. This is where we thought video games were going to go this years ago. This could totally revitalize the adult industry. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. You say that. Yeah. But the porn industry drives technology advancements far more than any other. It does. Because so many people want that. Yeah. So that they become the innovators of developing new technology all the time. They do. And then other industries borrow that technology yeah. and make it mainstream. The whole it's, video it's, on demand. Yeah. Pretty sure they started that. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, this is like I didn't understand what they were talking about when it started. I'm like, right. I don't, what are you? Until they showed it, and then they showed what got me was then they showed the regular camera view, and mm-hmm. he's just standing, and there's nothing on and the it's table. A table. Yeah. And then they switch back to the cam, the view with the lens on, yep. and there's everything. I'm like, what? I literally went, this can't be real, right? Like, and he created lightning strikes by yeah. focusing his gaze on a certain area. Right. What? What is he, Cyclops? (laughs) So, I, for you, imagine that they do this with a Batman game. Right. And when you, like, on the table, when you zoom out, you see the city of Gotham. Yeah. Everything going on, cop cars going this way. Like, that's where I don't know if it would be that extensive, but I'm thinking of the sense of, like, I'm in my room. Yeah. And I look at the floor and I'm in a crime scene. Right. And I'm looking for evidence of certain things and I'm finding clues over here and the detective vision in the Batman games is literally just yeah. like going over the ground around me. So how do you not walk into stuff then? Because like you you can still see through the the lens right. and and it knows that like the door and the wall are there. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going to be like, "Hey," and you walk into something. Well, you see it, them. It projects the image like the image you have on the TV screen. Something came right. off the table, something projected onto the mirror or whatever. Well, this is different than like Oculus where you're fully immersed. Mm. Like an Oculus headset, you look around and you're seeing only the game world. Yeah. But in something like HoloLens where it's augmented reality, like you said, the table's still there. Yeah. You still see the table, but it's using the tabletop as it's almost like projection area. So you see the world on top of that. There's so much technology. I can't not. I think figuring out how the universe was made would. And, and if God exists, would be easier than figuring <laughs> out this technology. Right. It just blows my mind that it, that it can process it all and make it come off your table. It, it's crazy. God, it is the future. It is the future. <laughs> it's It was the coolest thing maybe really we was. saw all it E3. Was. And I was like, it has is to this, be Minecraft. <laughs> is this something that's 
exclusive to Xbox or is PlayStation and, and Nintendo able the to pick up? The HoloLens is a Microsoft product. Wow. If they nail this, this could drive. PlayStation has their own VR headset called mm-hmm. Morpheus. Okay. But it's more like the Oculus Rift where it's a fully immersive thing, oh. not an augmented reality okay. thing. So that's it's very different. I have to check into that. Yeah. See what that's about. Uh, they lastly announced Gears 4, which they just called it Gears 4 instead of Gears of War 4. Yeah. So just Gears 4, which seems to be a completely new story, very different from the previous games. Okay. Like no Marcus Phoenix shown or anything like that. The aliens even look different. Uh, but I thought he, Marcus Phoenix was in it. No, 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 not from what they, they used I read. him for the opening cinematics. Oh, I guess, okay. Which was a pretty cool video. Yeah, anyway, the yeah. opening to the press conference. Yeah. Uh, that's expected to arrive holiday 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's still a ways off. Lastly, we got Sony. Yep. Right before the conference started, they announced what was. Probably the coolest thing for me to hear because I've been waiting for it ever since they first announced the PS4, and that is a free-to-download app that is a media player. Oh. So what I've been doing with my PS3 uh, and, like, the way I can watch my TV shows and movies streaming from my computer to my TV, PS4 was lacking that ability, and people were pissed off. They were like, why don't we have that DLNA compatibility? Uh, but they finally did release a media player that is free to download yep. that adds that support back in. So, and it actually supports even more formats than the PS3 so does. So now you can put your PS3 away for good in I, theory and just. I could. I mean, I, I'm, I plan on putting my PS3 now in my bedroom with my TV, my other TV. Oh, good. So now yeah. I have. You have everything bouncing off everywhere. That too. Yeah. So now I have it going off of everything and it works with your home server or a USB stick. So uh-huh. if you put a USB stick in with whatever videos or music there's also a background mp3 player now so let's say you're playing a video game and you don't like the music in it turn the music off in the video game and have your media player play background music of your own stuff Hmm. so that's kind of cool that is cool and they could do that with any game yep well if you can turn the music off Hmm. if they give you that option then it, it that might bring make assassin's creed better than (laughs) if you can cut off the background music that plays every now and then yeah and instead, you just have like something else blaring. Anything you want anything. to play. Yeah. So you're trying to be all stealthy and like Metallica's playing. <laughs> master, master. Yeah, <laughs> da, 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 da. yeah. yeah. Uh, the first trailer that they dropped during the Sony press conference is one that people went bananas over because we all thought it was dead. They went bananas. We thought this game wasn't happening because it's that? been announced and then no further information announced. No further information. And it's been something like six or seven years that this has been happening, if not longer. The Last Guardian. This is from the creators of Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. They had shown this stuff E3s forever, and then they just stopped. And they have announced uh, they showed gameplay. Yep. They showed the trailer. And it is coming in 2016. That's good. There is a release year for The Last Guardian. So the game game you'll get. The game, uh, well, I never played Ico or Shadow of the Colossus, mm. so I don't know. If Shadow of Colossus, I people will. seem to like. They did. That was a big deal. I'm interested to play them, but mm-hmm. I never have. But people are very, very excited about The Last Guardian. And the thought is, of course, because of the type of game it is and this big uh, guardian creature, everyone's like, oh, that thing's going to die. <laughs> it's just going to crush your soul. Right. So Probably. we'll see what actually happens, but that's kind of the thought. Another game they announced is something called Horizon Zero Dawn. Which looks like a clan of Scottish, some sort of Scottish origin, fighting robotic dinosaur-like creatures. I was like, "What? Yeah, 
How do you go wrong? Yeah. It looks pretty cool. There's not a lot of info beyond that, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. They announced uh, two new challengers, Birdie and Cammy. So two past Street Fighter characters are returning. No Man's Sky, which is another game they announced last year and gave more info on this year. Now, this game's crazy. I don't think it's one I'm ever going to play because it's almost too weird for me or like I just don't get it yet. I can't even fathom really how the game works. So there's a universe that they generated. And when they say universe, they mean like huge. They must have created some sort of software that just generates planets at random and then puts creatures on them and all this other stuff. But basically, everyone exists in this universe when you're playing the game. I'm already intrigued. So you might run into other people. You might not for a while. It might happen sporadically here and there. They're like, there are so So many. So it's an actual universe, like moons and stars. They're like, there are so many worlds in this universe. We fully expect that some of the planets will just never be seen. No one will ever see them. And they're randomly generated. Yeah. I mean, like, it's the whole universe is created. It's the same for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so expansive and so huge that, like, your friend could be in the game and you could be in there. You'll just never see each other because it's so big. There are planets that are like, no one's ever going to bump into these just because there's too many. Wow. But it seems like it's a whole discovery thing. So this is a game you have to play online. I think so. And so you, other people discover planets and change them and. So you go into these planets and you discover like when you see a new creature, it gives it like a name. It says discovered and you upload that information to like a thing. But there are also uh, like when you're trying to do your research, there are other like robots that come in and try and stop you in doing it. But I, I just don't fully grasp what the point of the game is. Maybe it's just a game on exploration. That's still cool, though. Yeah. But, I mean, there's going to have to be a purpose here. I guess. But I just, I don't know. Like, that might be. I got to see game footage. Is there a lot online about it? There's some stuff out I'll there. Check yeah. Check it out. Uh, it seems like that might be fun for some people, just that alone. That. But it, I don't know if it's enough for me to really be interested in that. They showed another game from Media Molecule, the creators of Little Big Planet. Uh huh. This one is called Dreams. And it looks more like a tool for creating entertainment than it does a game. Okay. Like, it looks like a claymation sculptor in a way. Like, you can go and you build puppets. Yeah. And you can actually, like, set up cameras and record scenes and everything Mm. and, like, make mini movies and things. So, it seems like it's a tool for creators to make entertainment. That's cool. Yeah. It's not something necessarily for me that I would use, but I like that it's out there. Mm. I think a lot of people will use it. Yeah. Uh, Another game they showed really briefly called Firewatch which looked interesting, almost no info about it. So, unfortunately, I don't have much to report. Mm -hmm. Uh, Destiny. Yes. They talked about some expansion I didn't pay attention to (laughs) because I've heard people complain about, like, the Destiny expansion so much, and I have no knowledge of Destiny that I'm just like... That's Paul's expertise. Right, right. If he was here, he would go on about it, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Syndicate we touched on briefly before. Yep. They showed a trailer that focused on Evie Fry and her weapons. So in this game, there are two different assassins. Mm-hmm. They're twins. And they also said that there's going to be a pack called the Dreadful Crimes missions that are exclusive to PlayStation 4. That's cool. That's about it. Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's where we saw the uh, big right. reveal of that before the Square Enix one. All they said about that is it's coming first to PlayStation 4. Yeah. So it will be available for Xbox, but uh, exclusive first. Shenmue 3. Yeah, this was a game at, right? 
First time I've seen a Kickstarter campaign announcement during yeah. an E3 press event, and they needed $2 million, and they've already hit it. Jeez, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. They're like, yo, we're going to... We're gonna buy into this. I never one. even heard of Shenmue One or Two. You didn't? <laughs> no. You don't remember them? No. Really? I don't know what they are. They were on. If it wasn't Nintendo, it was when I was a kid. Then I probably don't know about it. Really? Fuck system. What was Sega? What it was, was one the, of the Sega was it ones. The Dreamcast. Maybe Dream Dreamcast. Was that system? Yeah, Dreamcast was, was one. That would explain why I, I don't know anything think about it. The first one was on that. Okay. It's a. I don't know. Just RPG, maybe? yeah, kind of. It's an R, yeah, fighting game. Okay, kind of like back and forth shooter, not back and forth shooter. What am I trying to explain? Like turn based, turn based. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this one will be like, but yeah. they made two of them, and I think the Japanese culture went ape shit for this stuff. All so right. I have no knowledge of it. So that's the thing that's They're, happening. Yeah, it'll be a good seller. Yeah, it will. They showed Project Morpheus briefly, which we've seen a little bit about. That's the VR headset. And they announced a game called Riggs, which is a 3v3 battle arena. So kind of they were saying it's kind of like the idea of esports. You have an arena and you just have teams of three playing against each other. That's cool. Yeah. PlayStation View, Uh which is a new service that they recently announced prior to the conference. But they gave some more information here. PlayStation View is the first a la carte TV service allowing subscription to individual channels without having to purchase a package. Really? Yes. So this is what we've asked for for how long and a video game company comes out with it? Yes. So, yeah, and it's got like your standards like yeah, Showtime yeah, and yeah. HBO. And, and what are they What are they looking price-wise, anything? I haven't looked at prices or anything yet because it's still – it's on a limited running basis right now. Like it's only available in a few cities and they're still kind of testing the market. And they're going to slowly expand. But the only thing that they did say as far as price goes is that PlayStation Plus subscribers will be able to get everything at a reduced rate. Cool. Because you're already paying PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I am curious to hear more about it as it expands. But I think it's only available in like California, New York or something right now. It's a very limited market, but it will increase over time. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Blah, blah, blah. Don't care. Who gives up? (laughs) Don't care. Next. Disney Infinity 3.0. Star Wars is now being added to the Disney Infinity universe. Excitement. Mm. Even though I don't play. Star Wars Battlefront uh, didn't really reveal anything new that I saw. I'm sure there was stuff. I think I kind of zoned out of that one because mm. the Battlefront games I'm just not into. I played those. So yeah. They were okay. Yeah. And lastly, they closed the show out with Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Oh, wow. And we knew that this was coming. They announced it last year. But they actually showed like an eight-minute gameplay yeah, demo. And as it, it looks, looks, it looks awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. No release date yet for that either, though. Cool. And that is pretty much it. Yeah. For E3 2015. A lot of stuff came out of it. Yeah. What are you most excited about? Do you think? Fallout. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, as far as what I know, I'll play. Yep. The most impressive thing was was this friggin' headset. Oh, thing. I know, I right? Mean, that was just like, what yeah. the hell is yeah. this? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm definitely Fallout. Yeah. That will probably be the game that at some point will push me over to having to buy the Xbox One. Right. The only games that I know for a fact I will play Mm -hmm. are Fallout 4. Yep. I'll just step right over to New Vegas and go to Fallout 4. Vegas doesn't exist for you. I will absolutely play Uncharted 4. Yep. And I will absolutely play South Park, The Fractured Mm. But Whole. (laughs) You gotta love it. Yep. Because those games will all be amazing. I also noticed E3 seemed to have gotten more... 
press than ever before in terms of like regular like news reporting on sure. stuff. Yeah. Well, video games are more mainstream now than they've yeah. ever been. So, yeah, so. especially with VR being such a huge new addition, like to people in the mainstream that aren't necessarily gamers and they start hearing about VR, they're just yeah. like virtual reality. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's happening. Like, that's exciting. It is. We're in the future. We are. It's 2015. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. It's back to the future year. So, of course, we need it. Uh, So, just to remind everybody that a lot of the games we talked about, not all, but a lot of the games we talked about are available for pre-order right now. You can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon to do your pre-orders. That helps us out, supports the show. Doesn't cost you anything extra. It is the simplest, easiest, cheapest way to support us without taking money out of your pockets and just directly giving it to us. So if you can do your shopping anyway, might as well support us in the process. Final thought, something you'd like to plug, Mike Volby. Uh, follow me on Insta Poo. It's uh, Mike from the gym, all one word, or SBV supplements. To see everything else that we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. That wraps up our E3 wrap-up. We'll be back next week with more stuff for you, and we will see you then. See you. Later. Make it so.